Hello and welcome to this morning's coffee, a sunrise podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Gilbert, attempting to bring you a unique blend of encouragement to fill your cup. What are we talking about today, Seeger? I have no idea, but I know it has something to do with the Matrix. Ah, yes. It does have something to do with the Matrix. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why in a second. Can I be Neo? No, I'm Neo. Can I be Morpheus? You can be Trinity. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Hard pass on Trinity. Only because you're Neo. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That would make things a little bit awkward here at the office. Um, <laughs> before we get any further, I do want to give a big giant shout out to Phoenix Studios in Nashville, Tennessee, and Mr. Seeger Rolls, the future host of this podcast. Mm-mm. No? Nope. No chance. That's what it says on LinkedIn. Well, I'm not getting on LinkedIn. Then. Okay, maybe don't for a couple of days. Um, yes, we are going to talk about The Matrix today, but only because I'm going to give an example from that movie that applies to the thought that I had over this morning's coffee about identifying and removing limitations, or at least starting that process. But first, of course, a few things. What's in the cup? What's in the cup? Uh, what's in the cup this week, Seeger? I just want to be a little bit honest. There's actually nothing in this cup. Um, I want to be up front with the fact that I actually finished this coffee before I got here. Um, I stopped at this place that I drove by in Chattanooga on my way home from Atlanta called the Sunny Side Cup. Um, that's a play on words. Wow. If, uh, you weren't there with me already. Uh, Sunny Side Cup. Drove by, decided to stop in. It's a drive through only kind of spot. And, um... The lovely lady behind the window was so friendly, and um, I tried their sea salt caramel latte, which that's actually one of my go-tos if um, I'm not in the mood for brewed coffee, and it was just fantastic. I finished it so quick, Um, so I just wanted to let you know that there's nothing in this cup, as I said, but uh, if you're in the Chattanooga area, I believe they have two locations, one in Chat and then one in Signal Mountain, so stop on in for a fantastic cup of coffee at the Sunnyside cup now so you're gonna try a new bit on you yeah okay this is just called roast of the week and uh i'm just gonna pick something or someone to roast okay maybe some maybe some things to roast um so let's see how this goes so i i came across this instagram page this instagram page followed me recently um and i do a pretty good job of everybody that follows the page i i check out and you know, if they're a real person, I'll follow them back. Sure. Uh, this guy's name was Dave Johnson. And so I go to his page, and this is what his bio reads. I'm Dave Johnson, the winner of the Powerball Lottery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so, of course, I'm like, oh, yeah, great. Uh, he said, 298.3 mega millions. I'm giving out $30,000. To my first 2,000 followers. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Lucky me. Uh, so, of course, you you understand. Before I even finished reading that, what's going on here. Um, and to my absolute dismay, this page has 1,110 followers. Christ. Holy Did you, the- uh, have you gotten your check yet? <laughs> I've been no, but my, oddly enough, my account was drained. 
Shortly after, you sent him your your account, your routing number and your account number, right? That's the only way. Yeah, that that's he what he said. That's what he needed for yeah, the money. Yeah, for I sure. couldn't see a problem with it. Um, tons of pictures on this guy's page of people holding up signs that say "Thanks, Dave, for the thirty thousand dollars," which I'm sure uh, is the stipulation you follow. And he says, "Hey, post this picture," and then you are forever solidified as an idiot on yeah, Instagram. So for sure, um, I would like to roast the one thousand one hundred and ten people. <laughs> That followed this page. And this has been Roast of the Week. <laughs> Yay. Uh, but on a serious note, I did want to share a little bit of good news with you. That's kind of just a little fun piece of information. Um, somebody did win the lottery recently in a town called Luck. Makes sense. Yeah. but it Checks out. First person to ever win the lottery from this town. It's a town called Luck. In Wisconsin, and I just thought that was interesting enough to share with you. Um, Mr. Cunningham won fifteen point one million dollars. So, if you're listening, Mr. Cunningham, <laughs> we'll follow you on Instagram. I'm out thirty grand. <laughs> oh, this little town is two point five square miles. Oh, and I think they have like less than fifteen hundred people. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I thought you might find that interesting. And now it's time for. Almost motivation. This is where I share something with you that is almost motivating, but doesn't quite get the job done. Um, Seeger, I saw this quote recently came across my timeline. I'd seen it before, but I was reminded of it the past week. And it says this, fight like you're the third monkey trying to get onto Noah's Ark. <laughs> I had no idea where that was going when you said third monkey. Yeah, um, which the first thing that came to mind, because as you know, I take things very literally, was this quote is instructing someone to send somebody else to their demise so that they can move on. And I just, I don't think that really gets the job done. So uh, <laughs> this has been almost motivation. Now, let's get into it. Uh, my thought today is about our perceived limitations, more specifically about how our perceived limitations are mostly just a product of our reality we've been conditioned to accept as unchangeable. I'm going to tie this in with a scene from one of my favorite movies of all time, and that's The Matrix, the 1999 sci-fi action movie written and directed by the Wachowskis. And as you know, Seeger, there's a scene in this movie where Neo, played, of course, by Keanu Reeves, is headed to see the Oracle to find out whether or not he's the one. He enters this apartment in what appears to be a downtown scene, sees people kind of hanging out, waiting to find out if perhaps they are the one as well. Um, and he encounters a young child sitting on the floor. He appears to be bending spoons with his mind. This child says nothing at first hands Neo a spoon and says, do not try to bend the spoon. That's impossible. Instead, only try to realize the truth. Neo says the truth, quizzically. The child responds back that there is no spoon. Then you'll see it's not the spoon that bends. It is only yourself. And of course, he's, he's referring to the fact that they are in a simulation and the surroundings that Neo has become to know as his reality aren't actually real at all. 
So Neo then successfully bends the spoon ever so slightly, and then he's called back to see the Oracle. Um, so here's the connection. You're probably wondering where I'm going with this. Uh, the connection that I want to make when it comes to our limitations here in this reality. Um, in that moment, he was realizing that the world around him he'd been conditioned to accept as reality was in fact a lie. The boundaries he had spent his whole life believing he had to operate inside of actually weren't real. He was actually in complete control of everything that he was doing. His perceived limitations did not exist. So obviously I'm not saying here, Seeger, that we can bend spoons with our mind or to treat this reality as if it's a simulation. But perhaps this is something we can dissect for ourselves as it pertains to identifying limitations in our own lives that hinder or stifle our progress. The connection here is that once we understand that our personal limitations are all too often just a product of a reality we've conditioned ourselves to accept as unchangeable, a world of possibility should reveal itself. Once we fully realize that we are in control of our decision-making, the game changes. See, these limitations we think we have are typically a result of someone or even ourselves convincing us that we can't do something, that we aren't capable. And once we've told ourselves or someone else has told us enough times that we can't do something or we aren't capable, we just subconsciously accept it and live inside this unnecessarily regulated reality where we concede our dreams. So what I want you to do is just start taking note of the things that slow you down, things that limit you that are within your power to change that you just have decided weren't. The biggest thing that goes hand in hand with chasing down our goals, dreams, whatever it is, is identifying our limitations and removing them. Take your goals, big and small, lay them out on the table in front of you and say to yourself, what could I have started doing six months ago to be closer to this goal today? And then you start doing those things today. Little by little, I'm going to take it all the way back to the rule of 1%. It applies to removing limitations just the same. It is all in the name of forward progress. So this week, just remember this. Removing and identifying limitations actually just gives us the opportunity to create better habits. And as I've said many times before, my desire here with this podcast is to provide critical thinking on your part and mine about what we are all capable of. I'll see you soon.